All right, welcome to Straight Red Card. We are back for the final third segment of the night. At this point, it really does feel like Lennox Lewis or Mike Tyson have been taking turns punching me in the face. Um, but I'm, I'm hanging in there, folks. I'm hanging in there for all of us. Um, <coughs> that sounds really arrogant, doesn't it? <clears throat> um, but before we get there, uh, before we get to the transfer news, I do have to say that it's been cold as shit in Indiana. I'm sick of it, Brett, and I want it to be over. This, on top of being sick, having it be six degrees last night, Mm. I mean, I think I need to get my heating system checked because it's barely keeping up with the cold. I mean, Mm. it's been brutal, uh, brutal cold in the house which, you know, all right, I'm kind of sick, so 63 degrees is pretty fucking cold when you're sick. Mm. I wish. I wish. You wish what? My house wouldn't be that cold. Oh. (laughs) So, I mean, I, 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 we used to always, before kids, we would always keep our house between about 65 and 67, usually about 65 consistently. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, However, in this new house, I'll, I'll go and I'll set the uh, thermostat to 65 because I want it's burning up 90% of the time here. Yeah, that's me too. I'm and usually high. I turn it down and the fucking thing doesn't go down. It, it stays right about 69 to 71. So that's not somebody fucking with it. That's somebody, that's your systems yeah. issue. Yeah. I'm kind of annoyed. This, we just, we just, not- we just had a, we had a leak in our fridge, a bunch of water damage. So we just paid for all that shit new carpet in the entire house because why would you replace carpet in one room but not the rest of the house and now i've got to deal with the fucking thermostat it reminds me of this whole temperature change thing of when i was in college and my girlfriend heather would and it was the dead of summer we were taking summer classes at iu and she would wake up and she was cold so she just turned the air conditioner off when it was like 99 no. fucking degrees, I didn't have a class until 1130. So I woke up at like 1030 and the room was like 88 degrees, <laughs> scorching hot. And then she would come home and we'd have this argument. I'd be like, listen, just turn it down. Don't turn it off. I can't take my skin off. If you're cold, <laughs> put, put more clothes put sweater on, on you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, this, this always this always takes me back to. uh First off, Indiana weather in its own right is just really goofy. But then Bloomington's even goofier. I remember one time when I was down in uh, Bloomington, it was a uh, it was a spring day, so it was like five o'clock one night. It was like seventy mm. degrees, and then like legitimately overnight it dropped down to like the fifth, like the teens, and it was snowing. And I'm just like, yeah. that's a, that's just fucking weird that that there's that big of a fucking drop. In, a, in less than a day span, you know, I, it fluctuates. I mean, obviously, uh, most most time during winter here in India, it's it's usually in the low thirties to teens, give or take. Yeah, um, occasional forties, and weirdly recently, occasional sixties. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. But uh, my dog loved it too. <laughs> but to your story, this always gets me whenever whenever uh, you start hearing Europeans talking <laughs> about the weird things they come they when they visit the states and. You know, being in hotel rooms and AC blasting, and that's so strange to them. They froze, they're freezing to death 
at night because the AC <laughs> was running. And I'm just like, and they're like, yeah, in Europe, you know, we don't we don't run the AC, you know. It's just, you know. Well, I'm just like, you know, come here to Indy, come here to Indy in the dead of summer. Yeah. Don't in the sit sit in a room, sit in a house that doesn't have AC running. Go ahead, yeah. open that window. That window won't do shit. <laughs> not it. Nada. <laughs> but, you know, it is really interesting that people right up until, you know, the last century didn't have air conditioning. And I think about it now. I'm like, God damn, I'm spoiled because well, imagine you're in a farm during the summer in 1881. Damn, you'd be burning up in that motherfucker. Yeah, if you look at all the, all the old farmhouses around here, though, there's their house is surrounded by like. 10 or 12 ginormous oaks. I mean, there's just so much shade around the house. Well, so, I mean, yeah. it, it definitely, it definitely helps. I mean, my, my parents are living a wooded lot and I would come here from Noblesville, which a neighborhood built on a cornfield uh, to their wooded lot. And the, the temperature decreased in summer just from my, from my front door to their yard was like a 15 degree difference plus wind. There's actually, there's actually breezes in, in the woods compared to out in the cornfield. Yeah, what so, you're talking about there is a canopy. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, because so in major towns across the United States, they used to let the trees, the big motherfuckers, continue to grow. And they were big, tall trees along the roads. And then you had the sidewalk underneath that canopy. So let's say it was lightly raining. You could actually walk out of your house, get underneath the canopy and walk for blocks without any direct rain hitting you that's the point of the canopy was also the trees were left there so the buggies horse and buggies let's say a horse you know all of a sudden had you know like a a massive freak out that the people on the sidewalk would be at least have the trees as cover and but nah we don't we chopped them all in bloomington we chopped all those trees down in like i can't remember what year 19 yeah you chop you chop that shit down and then you just replace it with like uh those 10 foot uh garbage decorative trees (laughs) there's plenty of everywhere everywhere what what the the, fuck do those actually do not much they're just decorative they're part of city planning (laughs) rules you have to have a tree so many feet um when you on a lot or whatever along a sidewalk it's it's fucking ridiculous would love to would love to have the big trees back though that's when we saw this house and we saw that it was in an old wooded lot you know big tall trees oaks uh we've got a uh black walnuts and everything like that and it's just our backyard is just our 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 little patch of grass gets about an hour and a half of sun during during the summer and that's about it yeah so the entire entire backyard is all shaded that's so fucking nice. And yeah, that's all it really takes. I mean, there's a huge difference between unshaded. If it's 90 degrees out, it's a big difference between being in the shade and not being in the shade, especially in this humidity in Indiana, in the Midwest. All right, we'll get well, to... Yeah, th- this oh. This ended the uh, rocket science portion of our show. Let's move on to soccer now. What's that rocket science? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're telling us... You're telling us it's much cooler being under a tree and shaded than being out in the sun? No. I'm just trying Mind to blown. I'm just trying to emphasize <laughs> the fact that our forefathers in the 1800s weren't idiots. There was a reason they left the big trees up and built roads alongside them. Canopy. Canopy. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, so we've got 
a few things happening here before we get to some of your questions. But James Sands loan to Rangers. That's fine. I think you'll I think you'll play Um, again. You know, I'm not getting into this debate again because we've talked about a thousand times. How good is the Scottish Premier League? It's not really good after Celtic and Rangers. It's okay after that. Um, So this isn't really like a massive step up. Guaranteed Europa and potential Champions League. But uh, right outside outside of that, I mean, week in, week out, you're playing mediocre. (laughs) Pick 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 one of them. You're, you're playing some teams that are lesser than MLS, essentially. Celtic plays Rangers. That's a good game. But um, because that's two teams that would perform very well in MLS. Uh, SPL should just create a Super League within the SPL where just Celtic and Rangers play each other every week. <laughs> that would help the development of some of their players, I think. But... Yeah, I'm, I mean, so, I'm sorry if there are some SBL fans in there, but yeah, we, we, not... we, 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 we take a lot of shit for being MLS fans, too. So <laughs> and then we take a lot of shit for being MLS haters, too. So <laughs> pick one, pick one. But we're saying basically, if you're playing Ross County and Livingston, um, you know, week in, week out in Dundee and St. Johnstone, that's not better than MLS competition. So you're going to you're if you're you're playing for Rangers, you really want to get the best experiences you can possibly get by playing Celtic or even Hearts, maybe Motherwell. But after that, it starts to drop so dramatically. Um, it actually starts to drop dramatically after Hearts, honestly, because um, then everybody's got like relatively the same amount you got motherwell hiberian aberdeen minus minus a rare season here and there where where a team like hibs come out yeah sometimes that happens yeah happens so don't 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 say well back in 1974 you know we don't want to hear it (laughs) yeah and then you know hearts is you know they've been like that third they've been competitive before Mm -hmm. but that was i mean years past and they're competitive now but it's still the height of the Scottish premiership was years ago, honestly. Um, but the good news is he's there. And as you said, is it Rangers? That means they're going to play champions league. Don't know how deep they're going to go, but he'll get that experience. And I think he will get to play. Um, and that's a different. talented kid. Yeah. I mean, that's different from if he went somewhere else. Um and then, of course, you do have CCV at Celtic, and he's just getting no love at all from Greg. So I don't know Ooh. how much this is going to really benefit Sands in the long run. I, I just. Maybe he's I looking past 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Stanko went to Greece. I don't even know what team he's playing for, but he, he transferred to Greece. Um, let me look that up. Caleb was one of those ex. He played, I think, one game. One game. I believe for the U S men's national yep, yep, team. Yep. Okay. That's off of memory. And then of course good. he formerly from Freiburg, he's now 28. Um, he spent some time in Switzerland. Um, then uh, so, and then to Cincy where, you know, since he's just been bad, I don't know any other way to put it. And uh, now he's with a team that's relatively the top of the Greek league. So it's kind of almost like a Scottish move as well. 
And the reason is one of the coaches, he knew one of the coaches from, I think, an assistant coach at Freiburg at one point, and he's now the head coach at this, uh, I'm not even going to even attempt to pronounce the name of the team, PAS is all I'm going to say, in Greece. And so there's the connection there. I don't think Caleb Stanko has any chance of ever playing for the U.S. men's national team. 28 now. Right. Nope. Exactly. Did you hear that rumor about your uh, Chicago boys? They're interested in Niederlechner. That there's they're pursuing Niederlechner, which is interesting because Niederlechner would be, if healthy, one of um, Pepe's biggest competitors at Augsburg um, for that center forward spot. So at 31, if he goes to your fire. That's a one guy eliminated, man. Good for Peppy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just good for Peppy. Yes, I'll agree with that. I just like yeah. at 31, I would have preferred almost a uh, a younger. And uh, if I, you, I don't know how he plays, but but at 31, if, I just like it, yeah, I don't know. I, I if you guys land, if you land a healthy leader next. I'm sure. telling you, it's going to be good for Chicago. Right. We'll He's an actual real center forward who scores goals. I mean, not for Augsburg, but <laughs> <laughs> and not lately uh, because he's hurt. Um, I, one of the things that we didn't mention was that Kyle Duncan went to Ostenda. We didn't mention that. Um, and I think it's worth mentioning because it's just another one of those sort of, um, okay, that's fine. I, I'm happy for Kyle Duncan. Well, it's, it's um, like it's like the weekend reports and the midweek reports. You know, we we cover we cover it all. You know, it's not we do we do cover it hot, all. Not the new hotness all the time, but we cover shit people don't want us to cover. But I guess what <laughs> what I'm saying is, um, show when we just talk about bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's 24, Kyle Duncan. At this point, he's already been abroad once before. Um, he was at a French club. Oh fuck. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. I can't remember the French the club. Bone? No. <laughs> ne bon. Not a bon. Uh, no, he wasn't at not a bon. He was like uh, Valenciennes, I think, maybe. Anyhow, um, he only played a handful of games for their two team before going to the Red Bulls. And now he's back in Europe, which won't be a big deal for him. Um, honestly, he's been there before, so it won't be a big. But it's big another change. Yeah, it's another Belgium club. It's kind of like Vines going over there to Belgium as well. It's like, is that a real next step challenge? Kind of not, but I get it. Everybody wants to go overseas now, and that's fine. I'm completely for it. Do whatever you got to do, make a buck. Or, But I just don't think Belgium's that big of a step up. Scotland's not that big of a step up, and Greece isn't either from MLS. So I'm not sure exactly what's going on well, here and what even, these even agents if, are yeah. thinking. Even if it's a lateral move, though, and I'm not saying that the the talent depth is much different. Actually, depth, I'd imagine, would be uh, stronger in Belgium than it would be in MLS. Um, when I say depth, I mean outside of the starting 11, of course. Um, but I mean, at least there, maybe they're, maybe they're going to get pushed more because they have somebody always, you know, sniffing their behinds trying to get their spot, you know? Maybe okay. so. Maybe. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a plus positive. Hey man, to each their own. If this is going to help them um, sell themselves going forward. Um, so we can move from a smaller team like Ustenta to 
a bigger team like Anderlecht or Bruges or whatever, don't go it, to Bruges. Um, yeah. And fine. I, I, um, I guess in the end, uh, if if you have an option and you really want to go to Europe to play, you're probably not concerning yourself whether or not it's a lateral move or, in, or uh, a step up. You're probably just looking at, I want to go to play in Europe. Oh, this team in Belgium wants me. I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Might as well, I guess. Um, plus, plus, as we talk with a lot of other players, you you may not necessarily get another shot. You know, injuries take into fold. You, uh, other teams just, you know, bide for younger talent. So it's if you have an opportunity, yeah. I guess maybe you take your chance if you want to do it. Yep. The the loaning or with option to buy has already started between Mallorca and Malaga. Mm. Um, they loaned Alec, uh, Alex Fibus. As uh, a center midfielder, 25 years old, with an option to buy. So that's, they've already started the process there. So when's is Hoppy next? Could be, could very well be. Malaga want to make that, they want to make a run. So uh, they want to get back up. So, you know, they're going after players. <clears throat> they've already got one for Mallorca. I guess, more I, I guess at this point, uh, I just want Hoppy to get playing time. So if, if, if this is the option, perhaps, I don't know. Right. It's, right. I, he needs to get playing time. I know that he's been injured since whatever, November. But again, if, if this is his more or less guarantee of playing time, then I'm fine with the loan. And I think we readdress yeah. later, you know, it's better than riding pine. Um, it Horvath really is. Riding Horvath. It's better than riding pine if you're uh, riding Horvath. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> right now, M- Malaga is uh, in tenth. They've got oh, they've got to they've got f- they're five points behind the first team in the qualification to the promotion playoffs. So they got mm-hmm. some work to do, but they're making an effort, and uh, I I think that's good. And again, mm-hmm. if you know if Hoppy ends up there. I'm not going to complain as long as he plays a lot. Now I'm looking at the owner. The owner of that team is a Qatari businessman. So uh, I don't know if there are any I thought, American. I thought maybe Holden. I thought maybe Holden owned some of that too. How could he? How could he? <laughs> How could he? He's already invested already all this money in Mallorca. I mean, I don't can't, I don't know how big of a salary he could possibly be getting from Fox. I just don't know. Um, also, uh, Barca sent Coutinho to Aston Villa. So maybe they are willing to just ship guys out at this point mm. for money. They just need the money, period. And then... Um, well, I mean, Super League fell on its face. So, yeah, they definitely need the money. Good. I'm glad it fell on its fucking face. Um, Afimiko uh, Polulu, the left, mid- left midfielder from Basel is going to Firth. So this might mean even less playing time from Julian Green, uh, since he usually can play that left mid or the right mid or even the center mid or attacking mid spot. And they're bringing him in because he's been really good in Switzerland. So he I don't know. hasn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if this is the biggest move that Firth made during the break, however, they are they're still going down hard. Maybe maybe, um, maybe they're planning for that now. They want to get the guys in and trained, ready to go with the club. So when they go down to Bundesliga 2, 
they immediately try to make a, a fight in contention for jumping back Acclim- up. They're getting acclimated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, they're coaching so- that team too. <laughs> they're getting uh, into the um, um, what's that called? Not the client. Is it the climate? What's the word they like to use in MLS now? The environment or ecosystem? Ecosystem. Yeah. Environment's too too short of a word. Um, so I'm going to take on the first comment question, and that's from Armando Zarate. Uh, thank you. Uh, great name, by the way. Armando Zarate. I've already said that. Keep listening. He's, man. Derek's going to take you apart now. It's like a <laughs> famous Spanish actor, you know? I knew Armando Zarate before he started drinking. Um, and he says... Derek got the concept of Tiki Taka completely wrong. No, he didn't. Meaningless passing isn't Tiki Taka. It's quite literally the opposite. Exactly what I was trying to say. That's the problem. Everybody's trying to play Tiki Taka. They can't really do it. So all we end up with side to side passes and back passes. That was my point, Armando. They're doing it wrong. And everybody's trying to do it. Or too many people are trying to do it. They shouldn't be trying to do it. And it's boring as fuck to watch. So that was my point. Yeah, you know, uh, K-Hog had his own comment on uh, your take on TikToki. And uh, yeah, he goes, uh, not much vertical, sorry, not much verticality in playing side to side, is there? No, there isn't. My response was, well, it's all a matter of perspective. If it's going side to side, just turn 90 degrees and all of a sudden there's verticality. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if Armando's point was, if they're doing it wrong, that's not tiki-taka. Fine. I agree with you. Maybe it's not. So um, maybe it's just bad tiki-taka, which is what we get to watch a lot of, um, unfortunately. And we can get into, you know, the background of where that came from, how people have been battling so teams can't play that anymore. Uh, successfully, we watched Bob Bradley destroy Spanish Tiki Taka in the Confederations Cup. Two O win, baby. Empty Lost. bucket. <laughs> well, we played really narrow and we forced them out wide constantly, and they're just not—they just weren't used to crop making crosses through the air and having someone get on the end of it. So it fucked them up completely. Um, so their way, anyhow, we, I don't want to get into the history of Tiki Taka. It's, it's annoying. Everybody has, you know, their own ideas on how it evolved and who played it and who didn't really play it or who played a form of it and how it evolved from total football and how Cruyff was a major figure in it or wasn't and blah, blah, blah. Don't want to get into it. Anyhow, I do know what it is. So that's the end of that. And you have a, do you have a question? Yeah, uh, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's probably not a lot more to go on this one. I do want to think, um, what is it? Chabuga? Oh, uh, I will say, sorry, go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, I want to thank him just for the dog information because his dog had the same problem, but it ended up. So just to update on Gizmo, he's not limping anymore. So there you go. He's back to not limping. And uh, historically, he's had a lot of mental issues and he'll have these sort of things happen his whole life. So I don't know if it's the same ailment, but I'm going to bring it up with my vet. Thank you, Chibuga. Go so, ahead, uh, Yeah, so 
Uh, Berlin brought this question up well over a week ago, and we spaced it on Monday and probably the Thursday prior. But uh, so he went through and I don't know if he did this or if he got this from somebody else, but went through and was checking out a lot of the American pundits um, Twitter accounts and running an audit on them. And I have no idea what goes into that by any means. I don't either. But he found I... that uh, he found that Grant Wall had uh, about a 47% bot. Are you going to uh, make me defend Grant Wall again? <laughs> No, no. The que- the question is how how does he goes how does how does one how does one get three hundred thousand plus or four hundred thousand whatever it was uh, bots? Yeah, that's him. a lot of bots. A lot of bots. Who does he work for now? Grant Wall himself. He's on Substack. Oh, is he? He doesn't yeah. have any. I'm sure he does other stuff elsewhere, but he does he, he promotes his Substack most so, more than anything. I mean, if he has staff, he could certainly have people creating bots. Box forum, but we're going on there and creating emails. Of okay, bot, says bot, here bot account one, bot account two, bot account three. <laughs> I mean, you could if you had staff, yeah. you could have them sit around all day and do that. But it does say here he is a soccer analyst for CBS Sports, so he oh, yeah, still works right. for. So did, CBS. Did we talk about be... that with uh, did we talk about uh, Jimmy with uh, with about that? Oh, yes, we, we did. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, I mean, it's possible that CBS Sports is doing that shit. It's possible, although I guess all, I guess should. all their all their spo- all their sponsors may do it. May may it may just be part of the thing, you know. And now, listen, I'm not defending him having a fifty percent well, fake I, bot thing, but I don't know if it's his fault. Thank you. I'm yes, I was, I was about to say that same thing too. <clears throat> but it it is. It, he brought up a number of other people. I think he did Filippo and he did uh, Eric. Winolda. Um, I don't know who else he did, um, but they were all about 97% not bought, which is it seems yeah. to be the most consistent thing. Um, but I was just curious. He's like, he's curious why that that's counts, the case. That I, I don't know. I don't know enough about this to even make an educated guess. And I'm just assuming that he, you know, he's he's with he's with uh, he was with CBS. He's with uh, who was he with before? Fox. Fox. And various yeah. other various other things. He wasn't he with the um, Washington Post for a while. Was that some? Was it, I think it was somebody else. I thought it was Sports Illustrated. Sports too. Illustrated. Yes, yes. There you go. So yeah. it could literally just be a a something that drives off of that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's, that that account's been around so long. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely impossible to say. And um, yeah, we'll probably try to have Grant Wall on here. I know people don't like him, but. You know, he's a good bald dude. He's all right. Um, <laughs> bald dudes uh, stick together. Now, you know, we, we tried to uh, fuck everybody across the board. Yeah. We're happy. We're happy people. Yeah. I'd have I'd have Burlter on this show if he'd come on. It's not going to come on. One of our great, <laughs> that'd be one of our biggest viewed shows if that were the case. I'd like Winaldo to come on, too. And we, Brett, you were supposed to work on that via Twitter. What's going on? Yeah, he's there. I mean, <laughs> I haven't done anything yet. No, I still you, need. I still need. I still, in all honesty, I still need to work with uh, Bretos too. Bretos, Winaldo, we'd like to have on, hoping his memory sucks, um, or maybe he's forgiven you. I doubt Derek. He's forgiven me. So <laughs> water under the bridge. I said it for him. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
let's see. Those are really all. I like the response from Eldu32 said BG's Odessa album sounds a lot like the Beatles. And uh, I did reply. Um, yes, it does a little. Um, I think that um, the Beatles, um, uh, Sergeant Peppers is what he compared it to. And Sergeant Peppers is pretty erratic. It's all over the place. Whereas this has like a really, I mean, yes, there's a couple weird country songs on it, but it's like pretty weird, just slow and weird um, ballad sort of stuff where that's not what you're getting on Sergeant Pepper. So I agree and I disagree. Like the sound, the recording sound is somewhat similar mm-hmm. in the way the instruments are arranged. But other than that, I'm really. more of a uh, fan of the doctor in the in the in the, uh, the pepper family. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> You'd rather drink soda than listen to Sergeant Pepper, which, by the way, is a way it's it it's a way overrated out. They had better ones. It's going to get me in trouble. Um, and so there's that. And then the guy who said we had an underrated channel. I don't know what that means, uh, but thank you. I mean, so yeah. I, means uh we don't have enough people there's not enough people that respect us to uh subscribe to our channel subscribe like the video comment on the video share it with everybody let's get this uh let's get the word out there guys yeah we haven't really been along around that but long at, so I, my question to him was at what point do we become overrated <laughs> is it five thousand subs <laughs> <laughs> oh 10? my god i can't believe these assholes have five thousand subs jeez <laughs> <laughs> Some people probably already consider us overrated. Yeah, so, yeah I, I appreciate that because I know what he's trying to say. And um, hey, man, I guess spread the word. And I guess it's going to end the show. Say subscribe, like, ring the bell, ring the Gary Busey. Um, don't sit too long on your Horvath. It'll cause butt hurt. So don't do that either. And um, we'll see you next time on the Straight Red Card. I'm trying to use a mouse for whatever reason. It's a touchpad. Come on, man.